0: On the countdown, you're not going to sing any songs, just it's not par shoot. We know that we have a big count over here, but we're not really counting down, we're counting up. Rosh Hashanah, next Shabbat, there's a Tashem already this Wednesday. And we have to think about a game plan for the holiday, which we call the Days of Awe. We know that there's different kind of holidays. We have Holidays. There's no regular holidays really. We have holidays are uh, holy days. Pesach, Sukkot, Shabbat. But we have what's called the high holidays. That name is given to them because they're really, really high holidays. It's a different type of holiday. It's uh, the whole, the whole, whole item is different. It's much more praying. And more in Shul, on those three days, Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Which, by the way, those are the three days of the year that we said that I'll give you your Yerak Shemayim for the entire year. That's when they're giving it out, on those three days. As the Midrash tells us, we mentioned it before, the Midrash says, Please Hashem, don't despise Am Yisrael's tefillah prayer. G'lob bazza'et tefillah ta'am et and then says is referring to these three days of Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. That that's what we have left. We don't have the Mekdash. We don't have to that's the service of the temple. We don't have the temple. But we have these three days. So how important it is we for us to prepare ourselves? Now, the angles are many. But the bullseye is all the same. you got to get to the centerpiece, to the centerfold, to the, to the middle. How to get there, There's many ways, there's different ways, and a lot of, them, a lot of them are are mentioned. Hazal mentioned in, the Hazzal, mentioned in the other other study. but all the ways are all good, but you have to go on some way. But before you take any way, you have to know one thing, and I'm going to preface it with the Gemara. And the second Abu Zara, famous story. Many of you know about it, maybe. On 17B, a story with al azhar bin dur He was not a good, not such a good person. Did some very heavy, heavy iniquities, some heavy sins he did. And one time I heard there's some place where he could do a nice even a better sin. And he went, he spent money... And time and effort to get there. he best seven seas to get there. And in the course of that trip, it was told to him by someone that he's a lost case. There's no way he's come back and say There's no way he's come back in repentance. He's gone. He's a goner. The Gemara says that these words entered him like the poison of a snake. It hit his heart like a dagger, like a like a like a like a, like a, like a uh, arrowhead, straight in. And he got so shaken up from that, he left it all, and he decided to make Shubah. We're talking now about somebody really low. He went in solitude to be himself between two mountains and. So, and he says mountains please ask mercy for me from almighty that He should forgive my sins so they told him instead of asking for you we should ask ourselves and, uh, so the explains it means that not that, that they answered him straight up but there's an angel in shaman that takes care of these things because the mountains of the of the shaman of the water and that's the one that answered Someone even say, that's what what says himself, another shot, that this whole conversation he said inside of himself. He kept asking these things and answering. What would they say to him? But anyway, this is what it says. Then he said, Son of the moon, beg for me mercy from Almighty to forgive me. So they told him again, instead of asking for you, we may as well ask ourselves first. After a whole big, big conversation, asking all the things. He came to one answer, one final word, he says, The thing is not dependent only upon me, which means nobody can help me. Instead of asking others to pray for me, I pray for myself. And that's what he did. He put his head between his two knees and he started to cry from the great anguish of his sins. And he cried so much, that from the pain, he just, he died. His Nishima left him. And at that minute, a voice came out of heaven and said, Rabbi Al-Azhar bin Durdiya, Rabbi Al-Azhar, the son of Durdiya, is invited to ha'ye' al Mabasa, the everlasting world. He's invited. When the al heard this, heard this, he cried, he said, a person can acquire alamabah in many years. And then someone can acquire it in one minute. And he said also, come and see how great are those who make Teshuvah. That's not enough that Hashem accepts them in Teshuvah. But he calls them even Rabbi. He calls them a Rabbi. He was a Rabbi. He was a little bit... Uh, I should say a lot, on the other side of him called Rabbi. He was on the o- underground. And yet, he became called rebbe. And the commentaries ask a question. Why did the Rabbi Hudah Anasi, Rabbi as the Prince, why did he cry? On the contrary, he should have been happy that even such a far Jew from Judaism, so far from Torah, was able to get into Gan Eden in a small minute. Says Rabbi Aharon in the Sefer, Sefer Bet Aharon in his book, that for sure, Rabbi Da'anasi was happy that Rabbi Daanasi got to Alam But he cried Rabbi Da'anasi, You know why? Now listen well. Because he, Rabbi Daanasi himself was shaken up from the great lesson of Musaad that this story shows us. That if in one minute, the person can acquire Alam Abbaa, if so, the person should... Put in his mind and think: How many spiritual worlds full of such good can a person acquire? in many hours that a person has on this on this world? How many days he has and years? And this is why Rebbe cried: That people just pass the time and waste many hours, and they don't appreciate the value of the time in this world to really utilize the time. And this is something which you have to think about before our holidays. How much you can acquire in one minute? Not even 60 minutes of an hour. Even a minute of tushubah. The There's a proof to that. Many proofs to that. It says that what? It's a mishnah that a person who's dying by and his eyes are open, and somebody there doesn't like the idea that the guy's going to die with open eyes. So he closed the guy's eyes, but that took a little effort from the body, somehow. And the guy died a fraction of a fraction of a second earlier than he should have died. Had he not expended the energy, the energy, the person who closed his eyes is a murderer. He's a notseah. Why? Because the guy died a fraction of a fraction of a second before he should have died. What's that a murderer for? It's a murderer. And the answer is because even a fraction of a second can do something in this, in this world. One thought, a fraction of a second after Shuba, the guy can get a That's how great it is. That's how great the time is, the time factor is in this world. And we see in this Yamada that before any angle you're going to take, you have to know, It all depends on me, which means on you. Each and every one of us. It's not, if you're a yeshiva boy, it's not the habrutah, it's hard for you. It's not the rabbi. It's not your friends. It's not your wife. It's your businessmen. It's not your co-workers. It's not your boss not your employees. It's not your home. It's you. It's you. A person can make it or break it. When he understood that, this, when he understood that message, when he got that into his mind, that's when he was able to make the great move in life. When he finally realized that, hey, no one's going to help me out there. I got to it myself. He got to where he had to get to. Infractions. Who knows? Maybe it took him maybe a couple of minutes. Who knows? Doesn't say anything about how long it took him that conversation. Obviously it wasn't more than a couple of hours. Maybe it was an hour, half hour, whatever. maybe it hit 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Whatever. He realized that there's no way out. It's just him and him and Hashem. That's it. And that's the first thing you have to get in before you take your avenues towards the center page of Rosh Hashanah, you have to realize that you can do something. You have time, and you have energy, and you have a mind, and you can do it. And everybody has to do something. Nobody can sit back and let things happen, because we don't want to have trouble next year like we had this past year. We don't want more troubles. We want to get out of these troubles. We want to have good things. We want to have shia, want to have good things. How are you going to get that? In hadabartalui, the thing is not dependent; it'll be only upon myself. And that makes a person realize, I got to go to Vinyan. It's me. But the morning's hard to get out of bed. I can't do it. I got to do it. I'm on the page. I'm interested. I want. It may be hard for me, but I'm going to try. Go to Sidi Yachot, maybe. Get a little Sidi Yachot. I'm going to try. Different fronts. I'll say B'Rechot. Properly. When I'm sitting in yeshiva, if I'm, if I'm a learning boy, i want to learn. Even the working guy learns. I'm going to use my time. Not waste my time. Talk, talk to people. i want I to really cash in on my time. Make it worthwhile. There's so much that you can do and you got to prepare. You got to get involved. When a person realizes that it's all dependent upon him, the game changes face. It's not he, it's not him, it's not the bank, it's not the other guy, not that guy. It's me. If I do something, it's going to happen. If I don't do anything, I'm not going to happen. How poor that message is with your mother and Rebbe cried. When you heard the story, people pass the time, don't realize, number one, that it's them. And that they could do something about it. And oh, much. Oh, yes, how much there is to do. Powerful. Powerful. And a person sometimes thinks that I just can't do it. You can do it. You can do it. You definitely can do a lot in life. We don't realize how much we can do in the things that we have to do with support left and right just by thinking sometimes, just by thought. If I say good morning, how many things you can do in the day that are so easy to do, and we overlook them. So that's the number one message tonight. If a guy is thinking about any avenue, let's first think that... You have to do something, and you can do it. We all got to do something. We have a week in plus to do something about it, to make sure that that's going to be on our side. It's going to be in our favor. And then we got to do that. And the time is precious. Use your time this week. No matter what you're doing, if you're a married guy, single, you're a learning man, you're a working man, it makes no difference what you are. And she everybody." And he wants everybody to have a good year. But he's waiting for that movement forward. And he's waiting for that feeling that I could do it. I could do it. And you go on your battle with the Yassarara. You go on your fight. And you ask Yadr Shemaya. I said, I'm going to help you. All of us. I speak for myself. We all have things sometimes. That list was thought about before Shabbat to fix it. Maybe we didn't fix it now. Huh? Sometimes it was years like that. But every year is a new shot. So, that is we're looking forward. That Hashem will help us out with this thing. With this idea of taking a step forward. And I'll tell you a little story about uh, Ben Sion, those who know, Ben Sion, about Shaul, a very great, very great, great, great rabbi. Also, a lot of wild stories with him. very holy rabbi. There was an 11-year-old kid that he had some tough disease, tough, 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 tough sickness. And he became just paralyzed in the street. The parents were just wiped out. They were to do it themselves. It's such pain to had to see the kid in the, in the wheelchair. So they tried all kinds of things, all kinds of medicines and checkups and all kinds. But that was it. The doctor said that it's impossible to turn this back. And what happened happened, and it's over. One of the friends of the family, they told, you know what? Why don't you go to the Rabbi Bashu? You know, Chamsa Bashu? The big tzaddik. Ask him for a blessing. Okay, so they, they said, why not? Great. And they made up a uh, time to meet the Rabbi after he finishes his class. And the Rabbi told them they should wait for him in the parking lot downstairs, the next to his car. It's going to take him after he finishes his class. So the parents waited over there, all wiped out, all broken down. Together with the kid in the wheelchair. And then they see the rabbi come out and come close. The rabbi comes and he sees the kid in the chair. He turns to the kid and he says, Kum, get up from the chair. Come to me. Suddenly the kid, that minute, he suddenly felt like these flashes in his feet. Like some kind like a, like this, uh, uh, going into his feet, something like this. like a like current. As if he got some life in him. He tried to get up and he started to move his feet a little bit. And he was able, not easily, to stand on his feet. So the rabbi says, Very good. Now take one step towards me. The kid took one step to the rabbi and he stopped. The parents were just crying away from happiness. They were looking on as if not belief that he took one step after years of being paralyzed. The rabbi told him, he says, now go to the hospital and tell them that, that the kid was able to walk. And he really frustrated him. They went to the, went to the hospital with the kid. They told that the kid could, uh, could walk a little bit. The doctors didn't even believe it. But suddenly they saw the miracle themselves. And they put him into a rehab and slowly he got back and he got out and his regular person. What are we saying here? How happy the parents want to see one step and one movement? They almost lost their breath. Why? Because up till now he was paralyzed. He couldn't move. Even the smallest movement made them happy. That speaks to us a lot. Everybody has their own problems, spiritual problems. What do you guys pick up in this world? And sometimes a lot of time passes by, but we still stay in our places it don't move. We have to realize that we're the ones that can do something about it. And when you do something about it, you make movement, and you're willing to move a little bit in this life, you make Hashem so happy. One step, you make Hashem happy. One little movement makes Hashem happy. How much Hashem is willing to pour down on us good things for so one movement forward, but realize that it's up to us. To make movement and realize that we can do a lot. I'm in, I'm in.